nice to see you. Nice to see you. Uh, I'm sure you've had a busy day of interviews and whatnot. <laughs> is this the final one? No. Okay. <laughs> Never ending, isn't it? Um, so obviously we're here to talk about the new album, um, yeah. Line as a Curve, which is uh, coming out next month. Uh, it's your first album, isn't it, for about four years now, isn't it? Um, Let Them Eat Chaos? No, Let Them Eat Chaos was in 2016, and then Book of Traps and Lessons was 2019, or maybe, okay. I think. I'll check that. <laughs> I don't know. It's like this This last two years have absolutely mullered everything that I think about time. I've got, I can't yeah, yeah. remember. It's, 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 you know, time. Yeah. What is time? It's time is a, it's relative, isn't it? Well, yeah. it's time, yeah. yeah. But I, the Traps and Lessons came out, I think in, I think in 2019, because we were touring it in 2020 when everything stopped. So that that yeah. would make sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I'm glad you don't know because that doesn't make me feel so bad. <laughs> um, cool. So uh, working again with Dan Carey, um, yeah. you seem like you've been working with them almost since the beginning of the of the kind of the musical journey that you've been on. Um, you know, obviously, is extremely important to uh, to the uh, the music, and and obviously your relationship is really good. Um, and you and you uh, stick with him, which is amazing, because mm. a lot of people kind of flip and flip back and forth between producers, don't they? They try something else and see how it works, blah blah blah, or they can't get that person that they want. So, I mean, can you explain that relationship? Why does it work? for you so well yeah sure that's a really great question um well when i, I started um making music and putting my words over music um at, kind of at the beginning of my when I, when I started doing this i was working with lots of different people trying to find somebody um who clicked with me i used to work with like my best mate we used to make beats together and when i found dan you know, I used to work with bands as well, lots of different um, bands of different sizes and various lineups. And then when I met Dan, just something happened. I can't really explain. I can't really explain what it is between us, but I feel so um, supported by him and excited by his energy and he listens so well. And it's like his presence gives my ideas this power to like go to places that they don't go without him there and the same for me for him when we're together in the room he can write music that you know he tells me I, I, I can't write like this when you're not here so there's something between the two of us I think it's a real true partnership where we've been through so much the, the reason I said that about the beginning having lots of different kind of bands and working with friends and stuff is that I was really trying to get into the music industry and it just wasn't happening i wasn't ready the music wasn't right and then when i met dan everything did change and what something for me loyalty is like really really important and i feel like i i owe him that really because he he gave me time when no one else would and without his without him none of this would be happening really so yeah. because of all that as well i don't have the desire 
to like check it out really like it's not to say that I don't want to work with other people it's just when it's if I can ever get two or three days to go into the studio I want to go to dance studio that's where I want to go yeah. it's the best place yeah well you've, you've obviously got a relationship where you can actually talk I guess openly about what you want um and that's crucial isn't it and um and just it's just that chemistry isn't it Indef undefinable indefinable whatever the word is undefinable undefinable chemistry yeah. that uh, people talk about a lot but uh, it's yeah. extremely important between musicians and and musicians and producers and and everybody that works with somebody you know so yeah 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 i think um he he obviously gives you um somehow he gives you the space to yeah. express yourself rather than cluttering it up or overproducing it or whatever. And it just seems to be just, you know, highly appropriate. But at the same time, you you know, you can hear what's going on. It just adds to it. It's just blends perfectly with it. And yeah, so I, I love it personally. I think it's wonderful. And, um, <laughs> and um, I think on this particular album, it almost feels like there's a bit more of an, um, even bringing it back more, in a way. There's, there's a sort of a more of a minimalist kind of feel about it, and um, musically speaking, and also the uh, he, he seems to be very into you know kind of old sounding synths, analog sounds. Yeah. Hmm. Do do is there do do you notice a difference, or does it feel you know? Yeah, we like the first session towards this album, we got together and it just so happened that Dan had got a Moog one and it had just it just arrived kind of a few days before. And often what happens is we us getting together and starting to write, it falls into line with Dan having just got a new piece of kit of some sort. So everybody down it was all kind of based around the Swarmatron that Dan had just like was just getting his head around. So that was very, um, character, that characteristic was really present in the sound of the whole album. Mm. And then with this album, the move one, we wrote the first three songs that first day that we got together. And it was the first song of the album, Priority Boredom, I Saw Light, which is the second song, and then the music for what became Smoking, Smoking Demo. Um, so that those sounds of the, this like mad kind of tapestries of, analog synth sound really detailed and mm. but also very um minimalist in some ways yeah that all came out of this one session and that and that was the beginning of us saying oh cool we're going somewhere this yeah both of us like to write with parameters we like to have things to kind of push against and at first we were like well maybe we should just make this album where it's the vocals and one thing and then and then that grew to like okay maybe we'll allow ourselves like three things we'll have like the synth one kick drum and one snare and and we'll make the whole album that way um but then we quickly realized we wanted more than that but then yeah. it's, it's can be fun just to have those ideas even just to reject them later yeah yeah the sounds are amazing i love those sounds yeah. very warm very vibrant all sorts of things but uh, yeah um and uh, there's quite a few guests on this album aren't there um leon lahavis of course and um I can't remember his name now, the chap from Fontaine's DC. Yeah, um, his name's Grian. 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 Um, 
did they did they contribute did they were they writing their own lyrics or did or how did that work how, how did those collaborations come about yeah green wrote his his verse um all of pretty much everybody who uh, contributes writes their verses with leanne maybe i wrote i think we wrote it together actually like the chorus she but she had this melody it's really interesting like to work with a vocalist a singer because she'll mm. be like oh i want to say like something like ha 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 like and i'm like oh cool okay it's like it's actually a really freeing way of thinking about which words go where because it's totally led by uh the melody or where the mouth wants to place a syllable um so i just kind of put some words together for sounds that leanne was finding and then she chose the ones that she liked yeah uh, but then with with Grian, he yeah he came with his verse and I was just um, so moved by it. I loved, I loved, I love his verse. I love what. Yeah, happens. it's lovely. It's amazing. Good band, aren't they? Fontaine's DC. Well, I yeah, like them. Great band. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. Um, so you've, you obviously it was. It sounded like a sort of conscious decision, I guess, in a way, or to to work with more with people, more collaborations this time around than than previously. Yeah, I think the last albums, um, intentionally, the focus was so tight because I was trying to do this thing that I was obsessed with, which was, could I tell a story in a song? Could I maintain that story for the course of a whole album? Could I tell a story over 45 minutes that's also music? You know, it's so intricate, so complex and so absorbing also that it was just me and Dan going very deeply into this idea and um, mm. kind of fixate, fixation, you know, really going in. And then with this album, it just felt different. It was just like more of an open process. I knew from the start I wanted people with me. Um, I knew that I knew what I wanted the sound of Quake Bass's drums. Quake is a drummer that um, I've known since I was like 13 years old and we started making music together as kids. And the same with Confucius MC who raps on the album. We were kids when we met and Luke Eastoff, who plays a guitar line, and like Daisy Bow, who sings on Salt Coast, and she sings on um, Don't You Ever. We were in bands together as kids. So like right. all of these people that you can hear, th this is where I come from. And it's yeah. also kind of where I'm where I'm at, um, which is why, you know, the line is a curve. I wanted them with me this time. Okay. So that, that helps, that, that explains the title. Yeah. The line is a curve, yeah. Um, what is your background musically then? What were, what were you into? before you, you know, before you released anything? I was in like all kinds of, I just used to, um, I wanted to play with anybody that I could play mm. with. And where I grew up in South London, in Lewisham, there was lots going on musically. Lots of people were putting on parties or there was lots of squats around here where people were playing and it was kind of free for us to rehearse because we'd be living there or passing through. and. So I was in lots of bands with various lineups, whether it was like saxophone, drums, guitar, at one point, I think cello. Like I had a gig at a drum and bass rave in Brixton. I turned up with cello, violin, like acoustic drum kit, like fucking three trumpets or whatever it was, just because they were friends of mine that they were yeah. playing. And then also um, used to work with producers. Quake was used to make beats for me and this guy called Self Taught. And, um, my background is pretty varied because I was just trying to get on the mic as much as I could. So it could be like over drum and bass or it could be over like live 
kind of I suppose jazzy hip hop kind of stuff or or like more punky stuff or it could be yeah over like quite solid tempo traditional mm. um just like sample based rap music lots of stuff yeah cool <laughs> just you mentioned that song um smoking smoking yeah and um yeah interesting interesting song uh it really hit me because i still smoke <laughs> one day um but yeah can you can you talk about that particular song if you can yeah um, it, it kind of stands out from the rest from the rest in, in many ways isn't it like it does feel like it's a kind of a, a very raw kind of um field recording almost like a, a audio yeah, it's, record, it's yeah. um it's a voice note that i like the way dan and i work is that if something comes to me i'll you know i have to tour quite a lot and he makes records like, all the time so yeah it's quite rare for us to actually get time together and when we do you know we might get three days and then we absolutely go at it but in the other days of our lives we're still thinking and digesting and thinking about what we're making so quite often i'll just send him a voice note and that is um, a real recording. I'd just written this thing. I was backstage at this festival. You can hear, I think I was in Germany or so I was in some European festival. You can hear everybody kind of like having a good time, beery, like mm. stuff crashing around. And uh, I was, I was, you know, pretty much pretty fatigued by the whole thing and just wanted to reach out to my creativity again. You know, it can, yeah. it can start to feel relentless touring the touring schedule so that's that was just a it's just a moment where i'd just written this poem and i wanted to share it with dan yeah and then we decided rather than re-recording it and trying to make it a song actually this is yeah it felt like the most truthful way of um mm. just including some of the process in the finished product and i think also for people to think wow that's that's it's that's a real person that's just sat down with a real bit of paper and a pen and they've written this thing and they've just you know it's, it makes it it makes the steps towards a finished thing a little bit more visible which i think yeah. makes the process feel more real to people yeah i think so yeah definitely i don't know how much time i've got but um oh i think we're, we might even be finished it's like it's back to back hold on <laughs> <laughs> the next one's at twelve twenty, which is in oh my one God. minute Okay, one last quick question then, if that's all sure, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, the album is. Um, uh, can you can you talk about any any from your from your perspective any themes that run through the album, or um, is it just a, a sort of disparate collection of you know thoughts and? No, there's for me. It's, it it tells a story. Um, uh, the I, but I don't know if that works for whoever listens to it. So. I've kind of let go of the idea that people might have the same t like take on it that I have, but for sure it's about pressures building up and um, a moment of realization that actually pressure could be uh, could present a possibility for release and for um, great change actually, and that the more pressure a person is under actually the more energy could be created for making big changes um it's a, a lot about mental health and um the decision to kind of fight back a little bit yeah um, 
Yeah. Okay. Well, keep on fighting, and uh, hope hope you enjoy doing some proper tours. So uh, yeah, yeah. Look forward to seeing you in Brighton, and thanks very much for taking the time. Cool. Thank right. you. Cheerio. Bye. Bye.